Welcome to Awakening Brilliance, a podcast dedicated to sharing the stories of high achieving women and the topics that inspire and empower women to boldly step out in their own brilliance. I am your host, Victoria Baylor, and I'm a mindset and clarity coach, and I'm passionate about helping high achieving women get unstuck, ditch their mental baggage, and convert their brilliance into impact and profits. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on the weekly podcast. We are delighted to have you. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, everybody. You have found yourself at another episode of Awakening Brilliance. I am your host, Victoria Baylor, and I am too ecstatic to be here with this wonderful specimen of a lady I have here, <laughs> this boss woman, Miss Utisa Escudero. Did I get that right, lady? You got it right. You got it right. I like mispronouncing people's <laughs> names, but I'm delighted that you've been able to just join in, follow us. Um, if you've been able to catch the first episode, it came out last week. If you haven't, you know, definitely go back and check it out. If you have, we would love your feedback, but thanks for tuning in and you have found yourself at our second episode with Yatisa. Um, today, we're gonna be diving into what is the theme of Awakening Brilliance, which is really tapping it into the brilliance of some amazing boss ladies, whether they have professional careers or they have businesses, but these ladies really are focused and mean business and just really contributing to society, contributing their gifts, their brilliance to helping other women become better. So this is really a pleasure to highlight them. And in the second goal of the podcast is to really just take this enlightenment for all of us and allow it to awaken that part in ourselves that sometimes can lay dormant. So with that being said, I am going to put the full focus on this wonderful lady that I will be introducing to some of you and some of you may already know. So Miss Utisa, thank you so much for being a guest at Awakening Brilliance. We're so happy to have you on today. Uh, thank you for having me. It's definitely an honor and a privilege. And I promise I did not pay her to say all of those good things about me. <laughs> but thank you so much for having me. You know, that brings up a point when you have a really, I like to say, shiny brand or you're just, you when you deliver in such a way that impacts people, it's amazing what they will say that kind of like, I don't know about you, but you're like, wait, what? Like, where did that right. come from? Like, <laughs> like, okay, that sounds real good. But are you talking about me? Thank you. Yeah. It's like, so I have to admit, um, I'm trying to think about the first time I've met you. I knew of you and I don't know this is not even in the script y'all. So we just go off tangent here. This is, we just flow. But I remember seeing you, I think I've heard about you for the longest. I would see you on Facebook. We were Facebook friends. And then mm -hmm. I recall that we both ended up in an event. I think you brought your amazing jewelry. Cause we know you're mm -hmm. all, you know, you're one of those upper echelon paparazzi ladies. Um, and I remember, I think I might've bought a couple of pieces from you, but I do remember interacting with you, your warmth, just, it looked like you're very passionate about what you do. So thank you for leaving a lasting impression with me. And um, thank you for being here so that I can actually get a little bit deeper and share your, we can share your story with the masses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Lady Yatisa, real quick, just off the gate, who are you and how would you describe yourself to other people? Well, I describe myself as, listen, I am down to earth. I am what you see is what you get. 
It really, really, really simple. Um, I am from Savannah. This is my home. I've been in Savannah all my life. I only left one year, right? I only left one year, went to work for a year in Jacksonville. Um, but I'm from Savannah, born, well, not born, but I've been here all my life. Um, I am a wife. I'm a mother. I am a wife of an amazing husband. Um, and not many people know that we met on Match.com. Um, so that's, a, that's another topic, another this discussion. Um, but we have been connected at the hip since our, our first date. Um, um, I'm also a mother of a full-grown daughter. Not many people believe that. Um, but I do have a 23-year-old that just graduated college. Can you believe that? College. No, we're, we're going to try not to hate on you. If y'all look at her, that woman doesn't have one wrinkle. Your daughter must be a saint, and you must have had her at two years old or something. I don't know. No. <laughs> y'all look like sisters. <laughs> no, no. She is definitely, um, listen, I didn't have her at two, um, but she, no, she is a beautiful young lady, and um, I'm, I'm super proud of her. She went away to school, finished school, is now doing home, home doing her thing. Um, I also have a 13-year-old and an 11-year-old. Um, my 13-year-old is my eclectic daughter. She could do anything. I mean, a dancer, artist, everything you could think of. She's just really, really talented. And my son is a music lover. He's also our, our miracle child. Um, but we love, 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 you know, just spending time with each other, family time. Um, loving on each other, cracking jokes, pranking each other, just like everybody else. Um, I'm definitely a Christian. I always like to say that I try to say it first, but I am a Jesus lover. If you don't hear anything come, else come from me, I love myself some God because he has definitely, definitely shown up for me in ways that are un, un, just unthought of, unthought of. So I love myself some Jesus. And I just, I love life. I love people. Um, I love good food. I always say that if <laughs> that if I wasn't doing what I was doing, what I'm doing now, I would definitely be a foodie um, because I love food. I love cooking, um, experimenting, different things like that. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I'm an open book, really. But what you see is what you get. I tell everybody that. No, that's, and wow, that was, that was so much. And it's amazing. I, so I have so many questions, but I will table those for off camera, but I am curious, what is your favorite food since you are a foodie? Seafood girl. If you cannot be, you cannot be from the seaport. You cannot be from Savannah and not love seafood. We get the fresh, some of the freshest seafood here. Um, and I love it. I'm a blue crab girl. Most people like snow crab. I like snow crab, oh, but I'm a blue crab girl. I like to get in there. Yeah, I like to get in there. Give me some elbow room. Give me some space. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I love seafood. Um, but I, I'm, I'm the type of person, I'll try anything. We were raised as vegetarians. Um, um, and you know, growing up, you know, you experiment and you start trying different things. Um, but I love every type of food. That's not anything I want to try. No, I love that because you know, so much of how we're built 
and the focus that as business women we have is built off of our experiences mm-hmm. and it's, mm-hmm. it's so interesting that people will rise in their business and then totally like try to disconnect from where they came from their insights a lot of that's there's just assets they can use yeah. and roll it into their business so i know as a businesswoman, yeah. i'm sure if you invite colleagues over you know how to give them the best of the best seafood from savannah <laughs> just know it's going down <laughs> it's going down and I, everybody knows that I know how to give a good set I know how to give a good party I like to entertain I like to entertain and have people over so when the world opens back up we'll when. definitely be doing more more of that mm-hmm. no that's great and I um again another just great great part I think that really feeds into uh, amazing women such as yourselves is just not losing that connection to the things you like um, I was I posted I think something on Instagram today about the importance of self-care and it's a little bit off topic but I always love to get amazing smart women's philosophies on things and I tend to see a correlation between uh, the happiness of a woman such as yourself who is a mover and shaker as multi-roled as a mom wife business owner but still has a zest of life and somewhere in all of that there's kind of always that connection with she knows how to take care of herself she knows how to honor herself what is your philosophy on that ma'am um you, you have to you know we as women as business owners as moms you know we give 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 we give so much right from the time we wake up in the morning you got somebody calling you you know can you do so and so you got a business partner you know calling asking a question you responding to emails you're doing all of these things um but sometimes we have to when i i this a part of my dmos daily methods of operations okay (laughs) there is something that first hour you know, first 30 minutes, whatever, even if it's just five minutes, you just have to take a moment and just focus on self and the things that, you know, kind of clearing your mind so that you can prepare yourself for whatever is coming because, you know, your day is going to be busy, especially if you planned it out, you already know, you know, what you have going on. So it's really important that you feed yourself because we're always, always giving to other people, right? And if you give it all away, what's left for you? what's left for you, right? So you have to focus on, even if it's nothing, but I love audible books. Um, If, you know, I just listen to a book or I'll listen to something on YouTube that just kind of puts me in a good place. Um, I'll, you know, uh, read my, uh, my little devotion on my Bible app, you know, share that out or something, but it just gives me something that's just for me. I'm just sitting with a cup of coffee and just listening or browsing or reading something that helps me to be able to give more, right? If you have something to give, you got to have something to give. And if you give it all away and don't re-energize yourself or don't take care of yourself, then, you know, you don't have anything to give. And that includes, you know, I always tell people when I look good, I feel good, right? So if I can get dressed up, put on some jewelry, put, you know, put my face on, you know, put that face on, <laughs> put the face on, you know, that's all a part of self-care as well. You know, could be when you look good, you feel good, you're confident, you know, you're able to show up and exude that confidence with other people. 
I love it. And that's exceptional advice. And I think that it's not something that should be um, overlooked. You know, as mm-hmm. women, we tend to think, okay, if I have to prioritize that self-care is like, oh, no, no, hurry, hurry, hurry. Okay. What do we got to do for everybody? But you're absolutely right. And I just love the glow you have y'all, everybody looking, if you're hearing this, you're not seeing the glow. If you see the video, you'll see the glow. She really, this is not something that you can fake. You have to right. be able to embody this. You just can't spruce this up for the camera and fake right. your way through it. So I really appreciate you and your philosophy on that and then sharing that with us because um, I totally agree with that. You can't give what you don't have to give. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so safety mask, for, well, no, not safety mask. What is it? Um, oxygen mask first. <laughs> That's right. Uh, take care of yourself first before you take care of everybody else. That's right. Yes, ma'am. So I think we actually we've kind of warmed up a little bit. I was going to poke at you for some other questions. We'll see if we can go to those later. Maybe some little bit a little bit more fun derived questions. But I am here. I listen here. Maybe I'm a meat and potatoes kind of girl, but I am here because we have your brilliant mind in this seat. I want to really poke at you about something that you and I had chatted about offline, and I think mm-hmm. it's so such an important topic. Um, from, if I had to give like a crude title to it, I would give a crude title of from safety net to freedom. Oh, girl. (laughs) Listen, listen, I heard your sigh. (laughs) I got my life back. Just your sigh. I could feel that energy. Yeah. Yeah. When you hear that, what, what did that do for you? What resonated? It, you know, I kind of got a few emotions. I got, I kind of got a few emotions on that because, you know, safety net to freedom, right? Um, that that's huge in and of itself, uh, Victoria. You know, going from a place where you know you know what Monday through Friday encounters, right? You know what your tasks are. You know the people that you're gonna, you know, meet. You kind of know your network. Um, you you know what's gonna be in your bank account at the end of the week. You know what's you know at the end of the month. Um, that's safety, right? And then going to a world of unknowns, whether or not you're going to meet your sales goal, whether or not you're going to add, you know, new people, whether or not you're going to meet new people, you know, it's, 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 it's scary. It's scary, but it's so many good things. It's so many good things that also come from that. Um, I'll just share with you that, you know, when I left my my career in law enforcement. Um, I was uh, in law enforcement for about 12, 13 years. Um, and I loved it. I was a crime analyst. Um, and when I left, I was a supervisor. Um, and I absolutely love it. Never thought that I would, you know, be a crime analyst. That was not my plan. Um, I'll just, if you don't mind, I'll just give you a little bit of my background, but I have a, a business degree in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a master's in public administration and a master of arts in business and security management. Um, and I actually worked for the federal government for about 10 years before I went into law enforcement. Um, and everybody um, was said, Lisa, how old are, well, I'm not going to ask your age, Chava, you keep stacking these decades. I don't mind, I, don't mind. <laughs> I am 45 and five. 45 fabulous. No, thank you. I was like, how many more careers does she have? Like, she's only 22. What is going on here? Hey, I received that in spirit, right? In spirit. Um, But I was in, you know, and I worked for the government for um, some years before I went into law enforcement. And everybody said, well, how did you transition to law enforcement? Um, And, you know, I like to say that from Savannah State, you can get anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was just something that I just kind of fell into and I loved it. 
I love being able to help officers. I love being able to, you know, get into the background scene of reports and, you know, suspect information, all of that good stuff. Oh, that's exciting. And so it was fun. I loved it. Um, and so as I started uh, getting more into what was originally supposed to be something that would help me just earn some extra money, um, it it, it kind of kind of took over. And I started doing really, really, really well with it. And so I said, you know what? I can, I can do this. I can do this full time. I can make this my business because um, thinking back, I had always said I wanted to have my own business. I never knew what that looked like when I was saying it initially. Of course, you know, when you're young, you think about all of these things that you want to do, all of the things that you want to become. And so that was one thing that I said I wanted to do. Didn't know what it looked like until years after um, you know, I was working this business, loving this business, growing this business. And I said, you know what, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I can, I can, I can do this full time. And so I decided to transition. And you teach it just real quick, just for the sake of the listeners, because this is, uh, you have done tremendous in this business. So I definitely, <laughs> we're going to talk about kind of highlighting as we talk about jumping from safety net to freedom, what yeah. freedom can really look like. Uh, would you please give the name of the business that you found the, your, your, you found you were able to use your brilliance to really grow for you? You, you know, I do not mind at all. Um, I am an independent consultant with Paparazzi Accessories. And um, Paparazzi Accessories is all about making women feel good, making women feel confident and look good at an affordable price. $5, $5, right? And so this $5 jewelry, um, like I said, which initially I only started and I had been a customer. I'll just say that. I have been a customer for years, um, but I decided that when my daughter was getting ready to go off to school, I needed some extra income because although I had a great job, I had a great career, I always, you know, was struggling at the end of the month. I never just, I never had enough. So with her going off to school, I said, I need some extra, I need some extra. And so I started paparazzi um, and I loved it. Okay, I love getting dressed. I love looking nice. I love jewelry and accessories and all of that thing, those things. So it just kind of fit for me. And so I started doing well, um, started moving in the company. Um, I am now currently a fashionista and we have a rank system. Um, I'm now a fashionista with paparazzi five years later. I have an organization of almost 850 men and women um, that work with me. Uh, we you know, are all independent consultants. And it's just been an amazing trip. I'll just say that. Um, I've grown so much more through this business. Be, um, you know, so many things have come out of me being a leader, um, being a teacher, being a motivator, all of those things um, were kind of developed um, as you begin to lead people and add people to um, the organization. And so as I was working this, I started ranking up, started, you know, getting some accomplishments. Um, and I said, you know what, I can, I can do this. Um, my salary um, had been replaced from what I was doing with paparazzi. And I said, you know what, I can do this. I can transition and do this full time. And um, I thought about it and it actually came sooner than I knew that I would do it eventually. But I said, you know what, I think I'm, I'm going to do it now. And my then fiance, uh, he said, you know, babe, whatever, let's do it. You know, I support you. 
He said, I know you're a hustler, so let's do it. And so I transitioned and it's been two years now since I've been um, in this business for myself. Let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen that are listening, <laughs> I did not have a plan. I don't encourage people to just take a leap without a plan. But for me, I did not have a plan. I said that this was something that I was going to do. Uh, and I did it. It was scary as all outdoors because I was leaving what I knew to go in something that was unknown. I knew that I was doing well, but I didn't know for a fact that I was going to keep doing well, right? And as, as the atmosphere would have it, um, as soon as I left my job, um, a month into being a full-time entrepreneur, my sales started dropping, right? Ooh. It seemed like my team wasn't producing as much. And we know life happens. There probably was a number of things that happened to attribute to that. Um, but life happens to everybody. And at that point, as soon as I left my job, life started happening. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it's like Murphy's Law. I was like, I do not need chaos right now. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I was like, what in the world? And so... That is when I had to say, you know what, this is my plan A, there is no plan B, um, and I, I, I did not plan for, to go back. As a matter of fact, I said that I was going to make this happen, um, and, and I was determined to do that. And so it is definitely hard work. Um, my mom told me, she said, well, baby, you're working harder now than you did when you were, were employed. And I told her, I said, you know what, I have no problem. I would rather work harder for myself and for my dreams, for my family, than I have ever worked for anybody else. And I think that's the type of mind frame. I think that's the type of um, goal we have to set for ourselves. And it's different when you're working for your dreams, when you're working for your goals and the things that you want to do for your family. It's totally different. So that safety net was gone. And I had to you know, go into the world of the unknown, but it has definitely been a blessing. Um, one of the perks of that is owning my own time, you know, being able to be here, you know, with my family and, and, and you know, especially during the pandemic, I was blessed that I was at home able to, you know, be here for my kids. I didn't have to worry about a lot of things. So it was just, it, it, it a lot of blessings came out of it. And are still coming out of it. Well, I think you have you have hit on. First of all, thank you for candidly sharing that. I I love just the evolution. You know, I'm sure as you were walking through each step, having to experience it real time, it's like you know, it's like a roller coaster ride, isn't it? Highs and lows, highs and lows. It's but like it's 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 quite the ride. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you buckle up and what I, I think I hear really resonated from you is when you buckle up and you decide like, no, I'm going to commit, I'm going to see this thing through. There's tracks ahead. I can't see all of them, but I'm just going to ride this thing out and see where it takes me. And I think that you speak to a even greater message for women and a greater goal that a lot of women actually have in their hearts, where it, even if it's, it's no, here's not about promoting like everybody's not meant for business. That's fine. Right. And then, you know, some right. people like their career, but it's actually right. a greater theme. The theme is I choose myself and I mm -hmm. choose what really sets my soul on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And as a mindset and clarity coach, I know working with women uh, just on a weekly basis, daily basis, 
it's amazing what happens when a woman's soul gets set on fire because it's like mm-hmm. she just responds totally different and she finds an energy source to like to your credit you're like you're working a lot more I feel the same way you know when I was full-time employed versus self-employed but it's yeah. it's a different kind of energy isn't it is it's totally different because it's yours it's something that you're doing for yourself and you know and I, I say it all the time you know we go and we go hard we get 120 <laughs> percent on these nine to five jobs and then sometimes you know when it goes back to at the beginning having something left for yourself well now you're able to go that 120 percent for your dreams for your goals and your aspirations and it's totally different it's 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 a totally different feeling you might be tired, but it's a good tire, right? It's a good yeah, tire. Yeah, it's, it's a content tire. And I think you bring up, there's a, a very, some additional great points of, first of all, and this is why this is very important for me being the type of coach I am, is that I think it's so important for a woman to know what she wants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. when she has her eyes set on a plan, and I love that, you had your eyes set, you're like, look, this is what I want to achieve. Even if you don't have all the steps, you can right, see the top right. of the staircase. Right. <laughs> You're like, I just need to be able to one foot in front of the other. We're see, we'll see where it takes me. Right. And I think another thing is, and I don't want to get all up in your business, but I, you know, I have to. <laughs> you have to tell us because this show is about really, when you talk about awakening brilliance, it's about uh-huh. understanding and knowing that every single woman has unique capabilities, gifts, strengths, talents. It's the collectiveness of that that makes her shine. And your girlfriend, just like you're wearing that gold blouse and shining now, you are shining in your business because you have amazing, unique brilliance. From your perspective, what, like, girl, what's your superpowers? What makes you brilliant? The fact that I won't quit. And I'll tell that that is, I, I am not one that gets turned off easily. I am not one that, you know, sees a battle and like, oh, no, mm -mm, let me turn the other way. Um, My superpower is that I do not give up. And um, sometimes we just have have to have that stick-to-itiveness. I don't even know if that's an official word. It is in my (laughs) dictionary. I'm I'm flowing with you. (laughs) You know, you got to stick to it, you know, and that is my thing. Sometimes things don't pan out the way that we want them to. You know, sometimes we get thrown every obstacle possible. Remember I talked about life happening. You know, life happens to everybody. That's what I tell people, you know, especially people on my team. Life Mm -hmm. is going to happen, Um, but it is how you respond. Either you're going to quit and say, you know what? You know, this is a punch that I can't handle right now. Let me just shut down, you know, or you decide, you know what, I'm going to look whatever it is in the face and you keep moving forward. And so that is one of my superpowers. And I tell, you know, anybody that I work with, I, you're, you're going to quit before I do. Mm. Now, I don't want you to quit, but I, I'll still be here. I'll still be here because I, I, I 100% believe in seeing things through. Um, and, you know, we had the you know, we get uh, opportunities to go and, you know, learn different things about, you know, from our, our company. And one of the speakers, um, you know, that spoke with us or shared a message with us um, said, you know, just do it because you said you would. Mm, do it because it. you said you would. Commit to it, you know, and, and, and you said commitment. I was going to bring that in there some kind of way. But our team's mantra for this year is decide, commit and then work for your increase. You gotta make the decision because that's where that's where everything starts, right? Your decision to not quit, 
your decision to not quit is powerful, okay? Because it's easy to, you know, just throw in the bag and say, I'm done with this. But deciding that you're going to show up every day for your goals, deciding that you're going to show up every day for your why. And your why, that's something that drives you. It could be your, your, your kids. It can be, you know, a family member or, or a goal that you have down the line. Um, but deciding every day that you're going to show up and committing to the work, committing to the work that it takes to get it done, right? Yeah. And just don't quit, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, just, just stay in there. Don't give up on it. You know, that is like the, you know, someone said, I forgot who said it, but success, you know, that's actually one of the main ingredients. A lot of people mm -hmm. think it takes all of this stuff. Now, of course, when you have a certain type of brilliance and you know how to level that, that is your advantage. We like advantages, but you're right. You could be as bright as ever, but if you lack commitment, you're not going to get there. And I love your candidness because oftentimes it's not so much that you, feelings are, I always say feelings are fleeting. Don't trust them. They ain't loyal. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's every don't, don't trust them. Every week I ask my husband, I say, You sure you don't want to like run off to Mexico and be an avocado farmer? Like we can leave tonight. We don't have to do this no more. You know, I have to worry about having a bit. And that's just the feeling. I love what yeah. I do. I love seeing women excel. But mm -hmm. you know, you have to be able to count up the cost. Yeah. And I love that you can look at that cost and be like, this is going to cost me. This might mean I got to dig in deep, but I know, and I've always admired that about you. You have this grit. I was like, Lord, if she was like a dog with a bone, it would be, you ain't getting it back. And if she got your arm, you ain't gonna get that back either. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's overdone because it's a wrap. I'm telling you, I mean, but you just have to, you know, I have not, you know, my life has not been a crystal stair, quote unquote, right? It has not been. Um, but the thing that has, you know, kept me going is the fact that, um, um, and, and we shared this in, in conversations past, um, God has put something inside of me. He's put this drive. He's put this uh, determination. He, he's put this inside of me. And so that's 100% what keeps me going. Um, I can be dead dog tired, but I'm, I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to show up. You know, um, it's, it's just something that has been ingrained in me. And sometimes, you know, we, I think everybody has it in, has it in them. Um, I always say that we have, we truly have everything that we need to be successful within us, Absolutely. but sometimes we have to peel back the layers to try to find it right? You know, sometimes we've accepted all of the things that the atmosphere, that the world, that people, family members, a supervisor, you know, someone, you know, that we look up to. Sometimes we accept those things that people say to us or things that people speak over our lives without really realizing what's already there. It's already there. And once you start realizing, you know what, I, I, I'm cute. You know, I, I'm cute. I'm confident. Yeah. You know, I have what it takes. I'm strong. I do have an inner strength, right? I'm smart. I'm smart, you know. I, and if I'm not smart, I know I can learn whatever it is, you know. So sometimes we have to peel back the layers and just kind of understand that, you know, we have what it takes. It's there. It's inside of us. You just have to realize it for yourself. You have to realize it for yourself. And then once you realize it, you know, hey, you can achieve anything. 
Oh, that is a, and you know, that, that is the message that's applicable to everyone. And I think we get so distracted. You're so, so right. We get, and again, I, you know, I'm trying to compose myself because you're speaking my language as a, <laughs> that's, I'm here to preach that gospel. God put it in you. You are amazing. But what's crazy is that, um, you know, I like to think in terms of you were talking about like smarts, for instance, it is amazing what the world will tell us about ourselves that we will take as truth. If you look at intelligence and I'll say this real quick and then we'll move on, but there are at least like nine different types. But when you go to school, you're developed in verbal and mathematics. So you yep. take two out of the, there's seven other ones that people will look at the two they're not good at. Mm -hmm. Look at what mm -hmm. they don't do. And then they'll discount everything because they don't know. Right. It's like, oh, those, that might not be your jam, but oh, look over here. This is where you're extremely intelligent. Um, I think it goes back to what, uh, was it Einstein that said that a, a, a fish that judge itself by its inability to climb a tree would spend its whole life thinking it's, you know, it's, it's something's wrong with it, which that's a horribly paraphrased version. If you see the real yeah. quote, but that's, that's the point is that if you're out of water, you'll start feeling like the problem's you, but the problem isn't you is getting into your environment. That's it. Going back to your story, you always, it sounds like knew how to find what your environment was, where to mm -hmm. go, what would cultivate you, what would help you grow and help you um, shine. On the flip token, I would love, if you don't mind candidly sharing, have you ever gotten a situation where you misjudged or you thought you would be in a place where it would use your best assets, you would grow, you would thrive, only to discover like, uh-oh, this, this ain't my place. Um, what was that like? And then how did you like pivot out of that? I have absolutely, I have absolutely uh, been in that situation. And for me, it was the best thing for me to do was to retreat. And <laughs> I retreated quickly. I have always been kind of a, a quick study. Um, you know, it doesn't take me a whole lot of, you know, time to, to get something or to know that something isn't for me. Um, and then kind of come back to myself, you know, come back. Be like, okay, girl, you know, you ain't supposed to be here. Let, let's, let's, let's move it. And, and actually I'll just tell you, um, this story from when I was younger, um, you know, how you, you go and you visit family and you think family, you know, think things are greener on the other side are better than what you have at home. And so I was young, I guess I was about 17, 18, um, and I, you know, I went to visit family somewhere and I was just like, oh, this is the life. I, I'm just going, you know, this is me. This is where I need to be. And, and so I left home and, and went and quickly found out that that was not my jam. You know, I was, you know, really out of a fish out of water, you know, um, you know, when you go to visit, it's like, you're having a good time, you're doing all of these things and, you know, meeting people and all of that. But when you move there and have to deal with real life, you know, you see and know you got to work, you, you got to carry your own, it's not always a party, it's not whatever. And so I quickly understood that even though it was fun in some instances, um, the lifestyle was not for me. I'm, I'm a church girl. I have always been a church girl. <laughs> And so I had to really, really, really come to, you know, my senses and get my butt back home. And that was at 17 or 18. But I, I, I mentioned that story because I'm always, I'm still like that to this day. 
Um, it can be a work situation. It can be a network uh, of people um, where I'll say, you know what, this, this, this is not for me. It's not what I thought it was. And I just kind of retreat. Um, not that, not that I'm saying that the people, the place or the network was wrong. It, it just wasn't for me. And so I just, I'm just a quick study and I just keep it moving. <laughs> well, you but know, I don't burn bridges. I don't burn bridges. Well, that is obvious from your success and in, in, in the way people speak highly of you, but you make a very valid point. I think if you're going back to the theme, which is going from safety net to freedom, part mm -hmm. of the greatest freedom one can have is having that freedom to detach from everything that does not serve you, does not serve your mission, doesn't serve your goals, doesn't serve your purpose. Mm -hmm. So many women struggle with this, as you know. I know you're a mentor to women, not just as a business owner, but even within that scope and outside of it, helping women really achieve their own personal freedom. I know that's a drive of yours. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to women that really find themselves in that hamster wheel, where it's really, whether it's emotional ties, connections, parts of their personality, they have a hard time securing their freedom. They might say, Yatisa, look, I can see it. It's right mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. But I see this and I don't, I know I had to let go of this to get to this, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a connection, what's your advice to that lady? You know what? I, the first, when you started asking the question, the first thing that came to mind was focus, right? You, mm. you gotta have a focus. And, um, I, I do have another to write it down cause I'm going to forget it if I don't, but first of all, you got to focus. Okay. I had another thought. But you got to focus, right? Sometimes we get caught, so caught up on the hamster wheel of trying to do so many different things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Trying to do so many different things. Um, trying to, you know, be a part of so many different organizations. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you have a purpose and you're trying to reach that purpose, you've got to focus in on one main thing, right? Achieve that. And then after you've achieved that, then you can say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm well-versed at this thing. Now I can focus on something else. But sometimes we're pulled in so many different directions that we're not, even, not, that we're not able to do any one thing successfully. Does that make sense? That right? makes so we, sense. So we have to focus, you know, it, and, and focus on whatever... Uh, you, you, you deem as your, your purpose or your this. I always tell people, um, you got this, you can do it, whatever your this is, right? You have to first determine what your this is, the, determine what it is you want to do, what it is you want to accomplish, whether it is, uh, just using my business, um, for example, whether it is achieving a, a different rank, right? What does it take for you to get there and focus on that, focus on that? do those things to, to achieve it, and then kind of focus on some of the other things. But you can't be pulled in so many different directions because you're not going to be successful at any one thing. Um, and so that, that's it in a nutshell. That's it in a nutshell. Listen here, you help somebody get the life back. And I know that. <laughs> that's, and that's all we all want. Um, because uh, it's easy to think, I think the society perpetuates that women can be all do all what the song I'm every woman is all in me, you know, to a degree that's very flattering. But when you take it to the, the limit is exhausting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And you're absolutely right. If you even think of a laser beam does not shoot everything 
the reason right. it's so successful is that it's very thin and they can cut through with concentrated energy. Yeah. I love that you embody that sense of concentrate your energy, concentrate your focus, tunnel vision, you know, and then make it happen. Well, with that being said, since you're our wise sage for today, we want to take it a step further. And I hope I'm not poking at you too much. Uh-huh. So many women will get to that step. So, okay, they, they finally take some time to breathe and figure out what it is they want. They finally mm-hmm. work up the courage to step toward it. They're going to make that jump, but then they don't. And I kind of asked you this in a sense, they really don't know how to verbally mm-hmm. you might have experience it to like articulate to someone, I have to stay focused. Yeah. What are some of your favorite catchphrases on how to <laughs> keep yourself focused and communicating that to other people? We want to have some practical information here for everybody. <laughs> Mind the business that pays you, honey. Mind the business that pays you. Listen, if it ain't if it ain't making me checks, I don't have time. You know, there are so many. You just have to come up with your own things to say, uh uh-uh, put your brakes on. That's not in line, you know, with what I'm trying to do. And it's not that you don't feel like these other things work or can work. It's just that you have to, like you said, you have to have that tunnel vision um, because we get pulled. Um, and, and I'll tell you, when I first started with um, paparazzi, I had been presented with other opportunities and, you know, I tried a couple of them, but once I realized what my focus was and that this was going to get me to where I wanted, I said, you know what, even though I like this opportunity, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to end it. I'm, I'm going to have to resign from it because this is my focus right now. Once I get to the place where I'm comfortable and maybe can, you know, try to look at some other things, then maybe we can revisit that. But right now, this is my bread and butter. This is, you know, what is going to retire me. This is, and once you start adding tangible things onto your focus, then that's when you really going to zoom in because as you complete those things, you're like, you know what? This is working for me. This is really working for me. So for me, my first thing was my first in line with what I, why I decided to, you know, um, become the consultant with paparazzi was, you know what? I want to get my daughter through college. So we focus. We got to sell this jewelry. We got to do this. We got to do that, whatever. So I'm focused. Check that off. We've done that. So now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. Now this is going to retire me and my husband. Now, so we working towards that, right? We have other things that I, you know, I, I want to accomplish. Trips. I wanted to take my, be able to, you know, uh, introduce you know, different cultures and things to my, to my family. So now we're working on those things. I'm focused. I know what it takes to get me there. And so I got to focus. So anything outside of that, okay, no, I love that you having a, a networking social, but if I'm not going, if there's not going to be people in the room that's going to, you know, that I can network and, you know, try to build relationships with, then it's not something that, you know, I'm going to be interested in. Oh, goodness, Lord, that is, uh, listen, as they say in church, that is a word right there. Um, listen, we might, have, we might have you on for a second uh, uh, show to talk about just the importance of focusing more and no, but oh my gosh, I can't. I mean, you've underscored it. I don't want to go in there and beat it down, but I feel like it, it needs just, yeah, a, just I mean, one more final beat down. Um, it's a distraction sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, no. Oh, no, please continue. You were going to say something. No, I was just going to say, sometimes we get, you know, we get distracted 
And it's not that, I always tell people that it's not that any one person is better uh, at any anyone else. It's just that the person who achieved their goals, they focused on it and they went all in. You know, we can do the same thing. That's it. And you said it, and, and, and ladies, for those that are listening that really want your brilliance to take off. So of course, if you don't know what that is, of course, you know, that's, I'm here to help you figure out what that is. But if you are at the spot and you're like, I'm using, I'm using, I'm using, nothing's happening. Going back to what Utisa said, that is the utmost important component to think about. And I loved how you attached your work to your big, I like to call my big ticket goals, mm-hmm. retirement, you know, where do we want to end up? What do we want our lives to look out? And it, you really have to project that stuff and then work accordingly. Um, I think I heard it, it was Warren, Warren Buffett said, and it always stuck in my mind. He said, I want you to take a sheet of paper out and write 25 things you want to accomplish in your life, like major things. So then I want you to look at that sheet of paper, go back and mark off all but five. <laughs> because, and we're talking about a lifetime. Somebody might argue and be like, look, I have time for 25 things. But the question is, do you really have time to go go hard, go to a place of excellence and achievement if you're like not spreading yourself thin. There's a reason why seeds are actually dug up and put deep in the ground versus just sprayed on top a lot of times. Right. That stuff will just blow off if you don't really make intentional, focused, deep effort. So, oh, you have said a lot, boy. I just, yes. (laughs) And you know what? In that focus, you know what? Don't, don't get discouraged when things don't go according to plan, you know, because as we're focusing on in and we're expecting that we're, we're going to be able to check off things, it might take you a little bit longer. It might take you a little bit longer to check off that thing that you thought that you were going to accomplish next week, you know, or this week. It might, it might take you an extra month, but still keep your focus and, and you know, your determination on it. I love that you said that. Thank you for saying that because that's the realism. And I think most people give up because of that. They give mm-hmm. up because of discouragement or they start getting self-conscious and saying there's something I did um, that's making this not happen. In addition to being a powerful, brilliant woman yourself, we know that uh, you know it takes amazing people to fill our buckets and help us be where we are. Who are the people that you attribute to just really helping you keep your head on straight and helping you really be able to use your brilliance in the way you do? Oh, goodness, so many people. And I feel like that if I start calling names, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> no, it's okay. They'll, they'll understand. <laughs> they'll understand. But so, so many people um, here locally. Um, I have Dr. Grant. I have uh, um, Brenda Jackson-Brown. You know, Brenda. people that She's just, awesome. I mean, Brenda sends me a little message, you know, at least once a week. You know, girl, I just love you. You know, different things, you know, and, and sometimes we need that. Sometimes we just need to know that there's somebody out there that's thinking about you. And I have people that I don't talk to every day, you know, Mm -hmm. but I know, you know, they're shooting up a prayer for me. Um, My line sister, uh, Ty Lewis, um, she, you know, when I, her mind is just brilliant. Um, And so, yeah, Yeah. Um, so, you know, people like that um, within my company, Carla Neal Pierce, you know, You know, I have, I think when I decided to become an entrepreneur full-time with paparazzi, um, it was because I had seen so many um, men and women um, in the company that 
had been successful. And I kind of latched on to her. I kind of, you know, adopted her and she kind of adopted me back, which was a good thing. Um, and so, you know, I just kind of watched her. She's a millionaire in this business. Um, you know, people like that. Um, I listened to people that I can't, you know, physically reach out and touch, touch. Grant Cardone is oh, one of my favorite yeah. mentors. Yeah. Um, Eric Waray. Um, I listen, I love, love, love is I don't have this book in here, um, but Les Brown, you know, different people that, and you know who has become one of my favorites? Who's that? Steve Harvey. Oh, well, he yeah, he's a he's he spits a lot of wisdom. <laughs> he's and a you unique know, human you way. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? People will see the comedian. People will see the entrepreneur. Um, but when you really, really, really listen to his story and listen to some of his motivational speeches, I mean, it's just like he is all about changing that mindset. And so for me, he spoke to me on that because changing your mindset, changing your thought process. Um, you know, my mom, she is 80 years old tomorrow. And Uh-oh. she is full of wrinkle, uh, not full of wisdom. And I was going to say, you know, she, I, I look at her and sometimes I'm just like, girl, do you realize you're 80 years old and you don't have not one wrinkle um, on your skin? And she was like, girl, that's just God. Just, that's just God. And, you know, she reminds me, you know, um, that he is the center and he is the reason why we have all things. He is a reason that we are able to accomplish it. And I just love that he gives me the choice to be able to choose him every day, right? And yeah. the choice to be able to choose the things that I want to do and accomplish in my life. And those are the things and the people that help me stay grounded. No, that and there's no greater greater freedom than than that as well. And I love that. And it shows. And of course, that's why I wanted to invite you on here today, just to give your perspectives of wisdom. And, you know, as again, the point and the premise of the podcast is to help awaken that brilliance in other women. So if there's a lady out there today, and of course, you teach it, thank you so much for all your wisdom and everything you've shared. I mean, we could just go on and on. I, I believe and I hope that for those women that were listening, they were able to take down some notes. I love what you really said was, it really comes down to choosing yourself, mm-hmm. even if, and you know, of course you wanna wisely do it, but as kind of the theme kind of spelled, letting go, stretching from where you're at, letting go of those safety nets. So safety nets doesn't always have to be a job. Safety net right. can be people, dependencies mm-hmm. on relationships, dependencies on somebody's opinion of you thinking you can't do it, you're not going to make it. All of that stuff is so important to let that go, let that safety net go and to make a leap. And I being a believer as well, I definitely, and for those that aren't, please, you know, we're not here to offend. We're just here to just talk about things from our perspective. But I definitely believe that that's something that God's placing your heart to make that leap, that his hands are big enough. I used to wonder, I know when he called me to take a similar step, I was like, are you, you know, I have a mortgage, right? (laughs) Like, we do know this. <laughs> you sure? That's right. I mean, you only keep the world going around. Are you sure you can handle me? <laughs> Please. Please now. So, <laughs> so just being, but knowing that that freedom, and I love that your life is the embodiment and that is a testimony of itself. 
Um, so as we close up, I want to, if it's okay with you, and actually to have your help, I'd love to mm -hmm. always give some practical guidance. And I really think there's so much power in our words. And forgive me, y'all, but you know I'm a coach, so I got to go there. Um, <laughs> there's yep. power in our words, not from just an affirmational standpoint of what we affirm and say about ourselves, but there's also a power in the way that we can defend and protect ourselves in the line of other people's thoughts. That's right. You know, we get our thoughts from what people say. Let's give them some helpful statements or something that they can say that will help them be able to communicate to someone else like, hey, no, I don't have time for this right now. I appreciate you. You know, do you have some go-tos when you have to do that focus, say no, decline? A lot of women feel really uneasy about that. As we mm -hmm. kind of close up, what is the things that you usually say to people to convey you know, your gratitude, but also the fact that you have to stay focused? Um, you know, I'll, I'll say, you know, I appreciate you. You know, I appreciate you, you know, seeing something in me. But right now is just not a good time for me. I'm focusing on A, B, and C. And you really don't have to, you know, sometimes we feel like we got to give a reason. You don't. Just say, I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you seeing the value in me, but I'm not going to be able to commit at this time. You know? Yes. And it, it, you know, it's just something that easy. Don't get caught up in, you know, giving a reason because that's going to come back with another question. <laughs> um, so just, you know, just be precise. Let them know you appreciate them, and then, you know, just kind of keep it moving. And it's okay. And I've I've learned, Victoria. I've learned that that good old friend no, it's good. <laughs> it's good to be able to say that no word. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I think that's where the destigmatization has to happen is in us. I actually mm -hmm. like the word no. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of respect for women that tell me that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, fortunately, mm -hmm. you said yes to this podcast. I yeah. love you and appreciate it. <laughs> but if you couldn't have done it, right? then I respect the fact that you're a woman on a mission. So I think sometimes mm -hmm. we tend to, again, make it more emotional. Uh, one of my favorite go-tos is, you know, I really appreciate you. You're so awesome to think of me. It's just mm -hmm. at this point, I don't have the capacity. Right. And I'm sure you would agree that capacity isn't a, I'm like, you know, it's, it's almost like how to, how to explain it. Um, we don't give ourselves enough wiggle room. Like capacity right. might be like, I'm right up against the wall already. No, mm -hmm. no, no. I like mm -hmm. to leave margin. I'm sure you feel the same way. Listen here. I don't want to be halfway an inch from the wall. Give no. me a few, give me mm -hmm. half a mile. <laughs> so I'm not stressed out. Yeah, because you don't want to be feeling anxious, you know? Yes, yeah. absolutely. So knowing yourself, knowing what you need. And then again, as the lovely Utisa definitely showed through her life story and through her heroism, because you you were a hero to us, like you're a shero, is that one can definitely jump from a place of a safety net to find freedom in ways that they can't imagine. So I hope today's broadcast really inspired you to again, not only recognize your brilliance, but awaken those areas that have lied dormant. And thank you again, Utisa, for definitely being our uh, Shiro today and for sharing your experiences and your brilliance with us. For anybody watching this again for the first time, maybe second time and you know, so on and so forth after that, feel free to connect, of course. Oh, Utisa, where can people connect with you? They wanna buy your jewelry, oh. talk to you, I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I am. I am definitely here in the beautiful um, city of Savannah. Um, I do have a Shishir boutique. I have no qualms with anyone coming in, but you do have to wear a mask. Um, 
You can find me on um, Instagram, Facebook as Forever Treasures, P-A-C, and that's P as in Paul, A-C. Um, also, uh, I have a page on uh, Facebook, Utisa F. Escudero, and that's really where I just kind of share, you know, my personal insights um, on, you know, being successful um, and becoming a leader. Um, also, did I mention, I think I said Instagram. Yeah, well, did you didn't just, just, just Instagram, review it again. Instagram, <laughs> and Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Forever Treasures PAC. Okay. You ladies have heard that. Y'all just slow down. Don't, you know, we don't want to burn out her circuit there for everybody trying to contact. <laughs> Isn't that oh, a great problem to have? Oh, and also okay. my website. I'm sorry. Forever Treasures PAC.com. No, thank you for that because it's always great to have multiple ways to get in contact with you. I know women will be reaching out. And of course, I am Victoria Baylor. I'm a mindset and clarity coach. If you find that you're in a position, whomever you are, ladies, I'd like to deal with my brilliant boss ladies, whether in your career or your business, where you feel stuck, feel free to reach out. You can find me at victoriabaylor.com. Email me at victoria at victoriabaylor.com. But we want you to live your best life, awaken the brilliance within so you can be your brilliant, bold, and amazing, beautiful self. So thank you again. It was nice joining you and we will see you next time.